Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone. How are you today? I am Katie Patrick, joined as always by the David Fierrazzo. Yes, and we are ready to rock. Let's go. Let's well, go. You can rock. I'm just going to roll because we have a prestigious boys school in New York, of all places, of course, who is now going to accept girls who think that they're boys. But there's an interesting reason why the change is being made. David, let's talk about this boys or not-so-boys school, I guess? We, we must. Okay. All right. And New York City's historic... Um, well, first of all, how much are they charging? $62,500 a year. It's Browning School for Boys. Up until now, that's what it was called. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And it's known by... Uh, but they're going to admit transgender students, which means girls, uh, young women... Um, but let's take a look at the video and set this up. We will come back and talk about it. The $62,000 a year all boys institution is breaking tradition in the name of gender politics. The New York City Browning School saying, quote, as a school that proudly celebrates and affirms boys at every stage of their lives, we acknowledge that the many ways in which gender can be lived and expressed are vastly different now than at our founding in 1888. The school was founded to educate Percy and John D. Rockefeller, the two brothers. The issue with Browning is twofold. One, NAIS, which stands for the National Association of Independent Schools, as well as substantial equivalency, which was passed in New York State in September 2022. So substantial equivalency basically means that all schools, independent schools, must mirror public schools. This really knocks apart the whole notion of school choice. The choice is paying a fortune for tuition and having a public school education, despite mm -hmm. the fact that you're paying this tuition for independent schools. Oh, independent. You heard the word independent yes. a couple times, but it's not actually independent, David. Yeah, the, the elite K through 12 school um, was founded to educate the Rockefellers. They're famous on its website. And look at that. It says boys education redefined. And, and boy, is that not true? So here's what they say. The Browning School will consider for admission any child who A, identifies as a boy or B or two was assigned male at birth who wishes to join a boys school and is well served by our mission. And here's the final quote here. We will not consider for admission a student who identifies as a girl at the time of application. Katie, is that not either confusing or discriminatory? I don't know what. It's all of the above. <laughs> and it's, it's just nonsense because you get what Browning is doing based on what you just heard in that interview, how it's an independent school in all schools, independent or not, must act like the public schools in New York because this is New York and this is the Upper East Side. And so... And what happens in New York doesn't stay in New York. It doesn't stay in New York. It's California. It's everywhere. Right. So it's not that their hands are tied, but it's like how much... I, I wonder where the needle is, is how much the actual like administrators at Browning wanted to do this or were okay with it versus how much it's they're being forced to or they're completely shut down I think they should just be completely shut down then 62.5 per year for education oh goodness. at a school that can't even 
know if boys are girls and girls are boys, I, they put your kids somewhere else. Well, I want to share the response of at least one parent who um, was fuming about this change. And mm. here's a quote. This decision was very upsetting, and it kind of defeats the entire purpose of sending my kids to an all-boys school. Correct. I would have had my kids attend any other school if I knew this was going to happen. Parents who are footing the bill most of the time for these kids. Exactly. So, look at that. I mean, the fact that he said, I would have had my kids and not... I will now have my kids attend a different school. We don't know if those kids are getting pulled from that school or not. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, 62.5 per kid, they can afford to lose a few, but I mean, how much are the, the administrators getting paid? Dr. John Body, who's head of school and says at Browning, we're a boys school by choice, not by chance. What does that well, even mean? I, I, I That's did. an awful bumper sticker. It probably is a bumper sticker. Yeah, we'll see if he uh, sticks around much longer or, so, if, or if the school just collapses. So the Academy said in a letter um, to parents Was that, it on parchment? Uh, yeah, 1888, mm. that the school had been evaluating its admissions policy during the years of public discourse over gender and, Katie, diversity. Diversity. Quote, like many schools around the world in recent years. So here we go. They're conforming. Like many schools, we have witnessed changing cultural concepts, vocabulary, and identities with regard to gender, the letter said. As a single-gender school that educates boys, starting in kindergarten, we are engaging with how gender is viewed today, particularly by the students whom we serve. Get out the shovels. Yeah. Because it's getting David, pretty deep. Yeah, David, uh, question. You know that book you're always talking about? It's like this Which big. Which one? The Bible? The, oh, yes, the that one. The thick book the, of the truth? The Bibli. Yes. Um, doesn't it talk about something about having like, I don't know, a foundation and like a solid foundation and how if you're just up going, you don't have a, a solid foundation, you just look around you and see what's happening. And like, oh, what the culture is. Maybe yeah. you might fall susceptible to like follow them and not actually you know, stand oh. firm to your own values. Does yeah. it say anything oh, many, in that many, book many, of yours about yes. that? Oh, okay. Many, many, many places. Yeah. One I think of is do not conform to the world's ways, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But it does affirm, if I can use that word, <gasps> yes. truth, that there are fixed moral absolutes. There is absolute truth. Otherwise, your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. Katie, that has never worked when I went into the bank, by the way. It hasn't yet. I asked the bank the, the other day. I You've just walked in just, just to test this out. I walked yeah. in. Could I please withdraw $400,720 or whatever? And they said, I'm sorry. Uh, you only have a couple thousand dollars in your account. No, but I want that. That's not my truth. My truth is that I have mm. over four hundred thousand dollars. But the bank said, no, I'm sorry. The truth is you only have this. So we carried on for a oh. while, but they didn't give me the four hundred thousand dollars. So well, I lost that one. Couple things. I mean, you said please right here. But did you say please to them? I think and I did. did. OK, did you gender them properly <laughs> when you did it? <laughs> also, did you come back with math is racist? And so the numbers I see are 400,000. Yeah, two plus two is four to you. That's your truth. That's your truth. It is definitely five. Is, you know, there can't be more. That's why we have such a confused culture right Correct. now. And Absolutely. kids are taking the brunt of it. Kids are really taking the. Yup. 
the mo they're mm. the most confused, the most depressed, the most hopeless of any generation. Um, that's why there's so they many mental health issues. And I feel bad for young people today. But anyway, still to come, we've got to move on. Um, a California school suspends two kids after they misgendered a transgender teacher and uh, forced them to attend, re ready, a restorative or restorative, restorative justice training as punishment. So California is indeed the land of, like I said, fruits, nuts, and flakes. We're talking about that next. As we were just discussing, our children we're are we're essentially... We were talking about granola, too. We were talking about granola. That, that is a very good point. Now I'm hungry. Well, uh, our children are being punished now for the adults' inability to cope. <laughs> we have a California school that suspended two kids for five days after they dared to misgender a transgender teacher, and they forced the students to then attend a restorative justice training as a punishment. And this was according to email that was obtained by Glendale Unified School District Parents Voices, which is an um, organization advocating for students within the school system, because clearly at that school system, we've, we've talked about Glendale United, uh, Unified School District before, and they do lots of bad things. We need a parents voice group to defend and protect our children. Now, this story was actually found out like, now but it was from a year ago jennifer earl who is a former principal of herbert hoover good old herbert H -H. Hoover high school uh within the school district wrote in a may 2022 email that she had suspended two students for five days each after they entered a classroom called a transgender teacher by the wrong name and then they ran away after being corrected now where it says corrected i'm assuming that's teacher said how dare you misgender me and they were probably terrified um this was according to you saw the email that was obtained by the parents voice group the principal noted that after interviewing the students they admitted to being curious about a transgender person shouldn't they be rewarded applauded and then have their gender be changed because they're curious about it david isn't that the all the rage you want the students to be curious you want them being like "Ooh, transgender yeah Apparently not. Now, the email also said, I asked the teacher how he wanted to handle it. If he wanted me to just teach them about misgendering, or would he like me to speak about being trans? Now, the number of he's that this principal is writing makes me think this is a female teacher. Ah, that's right? Funny. Because it's trans, right? So it's right, actually, right. it's a female teacher. Right, right. So she got her feelings hurt. Okay. Uh, he asked me to educate on transgender. It was well received from students and parents. Restorative justice will happen after suspension. What does that mean? I don't know. So it is an injustice, is what they're saying, to to call this person by who they actually are. Mm -hmm. That's an injustice now. This yes. is our world today. This is this is the redefined language and. Inju it is unjust. It is, so restore. They have to restore. Unjust, restore. They have to restore to justice, justice. Restore justice, justice. And the justice. And you hear some of the things. And oh then boy. we got to show you actually how that the justice is, is being restored. But restorative <laughs> practices in Glendale Unified, you know, uh, building the community and responding to challenging behavior by building those healthy relationships between the educators and students. Like the teacher probably screaming at the children for daring to misgender how dare you her 
reduce, prevent, and improve the harmful behavior. What, repair the harm in restoring positive relationships. So restorative practices is restoring positive relationships. What does that mean? Can, can you just show me what, what that actually means? In a community building circle, we bring students and staff together in a circle and provide prompts to encourage them to learn more about each other. The idea is to make deeper connections with one another so that in the future, if a conflict does arise, we use the connections that we've made to solve the problem. It gives students an opportunity to have a voice and it gives insight to the teacher and to other students about the human behind the student. Doing community building circles, you're really working on teaching them kindness, empathy, even like some leadership skills. So through the work of keeping this community building circle, you're teaching them life skills and actually working on their social emotional learning as well. Ah, there it is. And actually working on their social emotional learning as okay, well. Okay, so restorative justice, otherwise known as brainwashing. Brainwashing. Yeah, see, we used to just wow. like have teachers who would talk to us and care about us and we would you know talk to each other but we wouldn't get in a giant circle with a talking stick and pass it along and talk about our feelings for hours on end you know other ways to teach children about empathy and care and all that is to also teach them you know english literature which you, where you would read stories in which characters would be going through these struggles and then you would talk it all as a class and it would also be educational Instead of putting kids on the spot in a circle to say, tell me about your feelings, David. Tell me now. <sighs> That's what's happening. We are so far from any kind of foundation. That's why they've got to do stuff like this. They've got to do stuff like if, if simple, I, I keep it really simple. You know, the Bible talks about loving others. But if you love someone, you will tell them the truth. You won't lie to them. But you can love others, and I, we also have to bring back somehow the ability to disagree respectfully. You're not insulting someone for just disagreeing with them, but now, these days, you get in trouble just for saying you disagree. Those are some of the most important words in our language, and just to debate and have conversations. We can't agree with everybody all the time, but that side that's trying to force everyone else to conform and to agree with them they're saying you cannot disagree and they're now punishing people and you've got to go through restorative justice training to if you disagree now you will abide yeah you will all right well a substantial portion of millennials my generation now say that misgendering someone should be considered as a crime there we oh, go we're going to break down the numbers and discuss what has changed next today's show is sponsored by our friends at my pillow Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Sometimes I, I really despise my generation. I'm working, I'm working through it, David. Um, it's mostly the younger portion of the generation. Mm -hmm. I'm of the older millennial group. <sighs> the, the ones who can remember before computers and cell phones and all that. Back when life was a little bit easier. Simpler. It's a little simpler. And um, because of this next story, it kind of just affirms, reaffirms my, my position on this. We have a substantial portion of millennials, ages 25 to 34, who agree that misgendering 
should be a crime. It's according to polling conducted exclusively for Newsweek, um, and it was published <laughs> last week. So the survey found 44% of individuals aged 25 to 34 believe that referring to someone by the wrong gender pronoun, he, him, she, her, should be a criminal offense. Wow. Wow. While 31% of them disagree, only 31, and the remaining 25% neither agree nor disagree, they are also confused. They don't know. They're (laughs) confused. They don't want to take a side. They don't understand anything. Yes. Mm. Um, I I just don't know. And the poll surveyed 1,500 eligible U.S. voters and was conducted by Redfield and Wilson Strategies on July 6th. So, Well, we said in in the last segment or last story we did at the end we were talking about how important it is i mean you can loving love and respect someone and still disagree with them those words are so important hey i I love you i i disagree let's talk about other ideas and what we what i believe what you believe let's just have but people cut you off and shut you down and now they're punishing people it's a criminal offense or some of these what 44 percent now yep but those are the 25 to 34 year olds specifically okay millennials yes and so the older millennials me um it's still not great so (laughs) ages 35 to 44 um say that 38% state that they hold the belief that misgendering should be a crime 35% disagree and among all Americans 19% think misgendering should be a crime so only if you if you break it out to include the boomers and even Gen Xers, I wonder why they say that misgendering should not be a crime. They're saying 65% say no, misgendering should not be a crime. Because it was up until about two seconds ago that we had males and females, he's and hers, and that was it. Or he's and she's, him and her. Like, they know the truth. And they are living in reality. And it's my generation and going younger that are being indoctrinated to believe yep. that there are 97,000 spectrum of genders. genders. But what's interesting is they're being taught by some of those Gen Xers and those boomers. So there's some of you out there in those generations who are not good either. You're the ones doing the, the crime. So I see this photo on the, the headline here, and nearly half of millennials believe misgendering should be illegal. It says they, them, she, her, he, him, and we. So might understand that <laughs> a single person can, can be a we. We! Do I understand it? Because in the Bible, Jesus cast out demons from a man, a man who responded when Jesus said, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion for we are many. What does that mean? So there were demons in that person. I'm not saying everybody's demonically possessed here, but when you start calling yourself, you putting yourself, referring to yourself in the plural, you have more than one whatever, um, Warning, red flag. <laughs> My, aren't we plural, Katie? Aren't we? <laughs> aren't we plural today? Well, we. Katie you and I. And I. We <laughs> are going to have to move on. All right. Well, <laughs> if you're a fan of the Golden Arches, which I am not, we have some uh, interesting treats for you ahead because McDonald's has unveiled a historic menu change that has many hearing wedding bells. We're going to discuss that next. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, 
battles of America and heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. And a story, a story that you may or may not believe, Mickey D's, ah. McDonald's, they have just launched a $200 wedding package in a historic menu change. Okay, so you now you may kiss the McBride. Fast food giant McDonald's announced last month that's now offering $200, a $200 wedding plan for those who wish to have the Golden Arches cater their wedding day. Look at that. Woo! They put up the fried chicken sandwich and the nuggets right next to the, the bouquet there and the rings. Isn't that lovely? But according to the post um, on the company's Indonesian Instagram account, Katie, I didn't know they had one over there, but the sure. wedding package includes 100 chicken sandwiches Wowzers. and 100 packs of four-piece chicken nuggets. And Mc, McDeers, uh, let's make the wedding moment more memorable with the wedding McDee package, reads a post on the official McDonald's Indonesian Instagram account, available uh, various other various other exciting package options with a minimum order of 200 pieces. So I guess um, people can have Mickey D's. They can get married. They can, you know, how do they keep it warm though? They can't get fast food if it's fast food, unless there's a McDonald's really close by to where you're having the reception. See now, if they do this, is like other chains get ideas like this like if taco bell catered your wedding like if you don't have the porta potty set up outside or something <laughs> then you you are doing a disservice to your guests i mean just having taco what bell. are you saying about taco <laughs> bell food but though? mcdonald's maybe the same way i haven't eaten there in what year is it it's been a while 16 years yeah 16 years so i don't know i mean if you love McDonald's, maybe you're a couple who met at McDonald's. It actually might be kind of like a sweet little thing, but not to have that be your main course. I mean, you do always serve chicken at a wedding, so I guess that makes sense. But it's like, hey, do you want a chicken sandwich or chicken nuggets? I guess I'd prefer Chick-fil-A or Popeye's. Chick-fil-A, yes. Oh, David yes. loves himself some oh, chick Oh, my goodness, yes. But let's talk about the packages they can have here. Uh, they have a happiness party package which, oh. which costs about $382 it includes everything from invites venue audio equipment and food for an extra $127 oh, wow. so um yeah it's kind of bizarre that people would want fast food for their wedding reception I'm not sure how the guests would feel but this is in Indonesia maybe it's really really popular there like uh, McDonald's yeah. is the, the the greatest thing well I mean it would be interesting let's just pretend like they had this over here the good part of having like McDonald's as your like food service Caterer. is they already have they already know how to treat the children. So if you have a children at your wedding, like they have a children's menu like ready to roll. The question is, maybe over here would they get like toys as well? Like or or could they offer more things? Maybe maybe this is something the USA McDonald's need to think about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either, but that's where we're at. McDonald's is coming up with wedding food now. Yep. Here we are. I don't think Go that'll us. fly over here. Mm, maybe not. All right. Well, make sure you out there in 
the world, wherever you may be, if you're in America or not. Make sure you're hitting that like button if you're watching us on your social media devices. Uh, and please send us your feedback. We want to know what you think about this McDonald's story. Now, for <laughs> David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.